Hi there, and welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. In this podcast, we share all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. I am Sato Mäkinen, the founder of the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, and I will be your host in diving into these topics. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you won't miss the coming episodes. Hello everyone and welcome to a new season of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. My name is Sato Mäkinen and I'm the founder of the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, the first of its kind beauty challenge showcasing the incredible 100% and in some cases 99% natural cosmetics from the Nordic countries. With this episode, we're starting the fourth season of the podcast, and in this season, we will get to know the brands as well as the people behind the nominee products of the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards 2022. We will also dive deep into topics such as sustainability and the beauty culture in today's world, and this is actually something we will be talking about in today's episode as well. Today, I will be talking with Saila Leitinen, one of the founders of the premium Finnish skincare brand Aya Cosmetics. In the episode, Sila will share the behind-the-scenes stories of creating this unique brand, and we will also dive deep into a discussion about the state of the world today and what needs to be done in the upcoming years. Very exciting topics indeed, so without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast, Sila. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure being here. So nice that you could take the time and, and talk a little bit with me. If we could start perhaps from you, if you would like to share a little bit about yourself to those listeners that don't know you yet or, or perhaps don't know Aya Cosmetics yet. Is that correct how I pronounce it anyway? That's very well pronounced, yes. So um, I have two sides like all of us do have. So my professional side, I have a history of, of speaking on behalf of women and women entrepreneurs in the European level. So I was quite active in the European women on boards a non-profit organization financed by the EU for a few years. And then after I stepped down from there, I've been also kind of encouraging women around me to become entrepreneurs and, and, and trying to kind of support them all the way to the growth phase. And then there's also this private side of me, which always kind of, of, of drags me to the nature, especially to the sea. And I am a sailor in heart. I've been sailing a lot around the world. I mean, basically all the big big seas I've, I've sailed in. One of my favorite places is Croatia. Croatian archipelago is, is such a special place. Every time I went there, I've, for years already, I've stayed in, in, in Trogir, in a small, small, small bed and breakfast type of hotel owned by this 50-plus-year-old couple. And over the years, they've actually become my friends. So every time I went there, they always invited me and my guest or whomever I, I've traveled with for a dinner. It's a small, small hotel and, and really owned by this couple. And so if you go all the way back to year 2017, when I was sailing there with my friend, and again, we got invited for a dinner and we kind of gladly accepted this invitation and, and had a beautiful dinner in the kitchen and, and uh, enjoying the traditional Croatian type of cuisine and, and the wines and like in every kind of dinner, I think it's pretty typical for all of us, is that you first start talking about topic A and then you jump into topic B and, and it kind of, that's how it goes. At some point, we started to talk about the cosmetics and I had nothing to do with the cosmetic industry before. And I asked this lady that, okay, so what, what brand do you use? Because your skin looks so fresh and young. 
And I remember her replying to me that, okay, well, Saila, I use something you can't buy. And I was like, okay, that's a pretty bold statement. I don't think there are any brands that I couldn't buy if I wanted to. So just give me the brand name and I want to kind of, let me tell you if I can buy it or not. And, no, no, you can't buy it. And I said, come on. And then she said, because it's not for sale. Her daughter, the pharmacist and the chemist actually, has been having this hobby of, of creating her own recipes and, and, and facial kind of skincare creams and serums, etc. Only for, for kind of close friends and, and family members. And she doesn't test on animals, but she tests everything on her mom. So the mother was always a test bed for these young ladies cosmetic products. And then I asked immediately, okay, uh, does she have a business around it? And um, is she making money? Said, no, no, she doesn't. I mean, they've been trying to encourage her to create a business around it, but she's reluctant on, on establishing any company. And I said, well, why? And then the, the mother told me that, I don't know. She just doesn't want to have any, any risks. And I said, well, it's, it doesn't have to be any risk. Just have, have a company and start selling your products and you can get some money. And then she said, okay, but you've been talking for, about this and you have this background in... in in entrepreneurship, and, and, and you have had these plenty of companies that you run, so please talk to her. I said, where can I find her? And, and then she said, the daughter is coming to visit the hotel tomorrow. I said, okay, fine, let's meet her. And, and I met this young, brilliant, beautiful woman. She came to me and she gave me a couple of creams, and she talked beautiful English, and, we, and, and I tried to kind of understand what, what's preventing you from coming up with the business. And she said, but she's, no, 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 it's too complicated, and I don't want to get complicated, so I, I, just, wanna, I just want to make the creams. And then she said, if you help me, I, I promise to consider. And I said, okay, uh, let me think what I can do. And I came back to Finland. I was quite busy at the time at, at work. I, I had my hands full, but this was always in my back, back of my mind. And I tried to figure out how can I help this young lady. And then I had an office next door to my very old friend, a uh, very good old friend, Pia. I've never been to the consumer business before, so... And, and Pia has been doing a lot of concepts and, and, and created very special practices to, to collect information about the consumers and, and what is the target audience, etc. So I tried to get her excited and, and try to kind of poke her a bit and what should I do? And I have this, and the creams were wonderful, but Pia didn't resonate much and she would say, ah, oh, okay, yeah, interesting and, and that's all. Then I went back to Croatia in September for sailing again with a different group of people. And again, and we agreed with this young lady, Pavla was her name, that, okay, let's meet then. And, and I asked her to prepare some samples for me, which she did. Then I came back to Finland with the samples, again, kind of helpless, and I didn't know where to start. And I kind of forced almost Pia to take the samples with her. She came back to me and said, can I have more? And then I knew that, okay, now, now I got her on board. That's the point when we started to inv- investigate the market. We understood that they were going to make the, the market analysis and, and read all the documents we could find and get into our hands about the cosmetic markets and the, the organic cosmetic markets and the luxury brands, etc. And we understood, okay, there is a so-called sweet spot in the very elegant, expensive, luxurious, organic skincare products. I mean, we switched a lot of emails and, and had phone calls with Pavla all the time. And then in May 2018... After a year since our, my first meeting with Pavla, we established a company called LRV Corp. Roles were split so that, that Pavla, of course, brought the recipes and the, the R&D know-how and the know-how of all the ingredients and, and, and how they should be done, etc. And Pia brought along with her understanding and know-how, very extensive experience about the brand creation and, and consumer kind of creating the consumer appealing products and, and brands. 
And I brought the execution understanding and also the my huge network of the financials and, and stuff like that. So we kind of had a very uh, equal shares in the company. It was originally three ladies that put our heads together and came up with this this company. So we understood that we need to also come up with a brand. And, and so we contacted the several brand companies and then, then picked one with the help of whom we managed to create the AIE, Activism and Elegance brand. And since day one, we made this kind of commitment that we will be donating a certain percentage of our, our revenues directly to the uh, organizations which are polishing the seas from the plastic waste. Wow, yeah, that's that's quite a story. It is a long story, yeah. Um, let's talk about Aya then a little bit. What's the main focus of the brand? And I know you have quite a special concept, so would you like to share a little bit more about that one? Yeah, so we want to do everything kind of differently. We understood that there, there is a consumer base that still doesn't want to compromise with the luxurious feeling that they gain from from the perfect kind of products. So we are not compromising in that, but neither do we want to compromise on the impact we have on the nature. So what we do, we have really taken it to the fullest, this uh, environmental aspect in everything we do. And, and we created with the specialists, we created also a so-called rule book of the LRV Corp. It's called the Code of Respect that defines in, in a detailed manner, I mean, all the stakeholders in our picture. So the nature, local legislation, social responsibilities, environmental responsibilities, etc. So that's kind of our rule book. And, and, and that's where we always kind of go back to if we have any, any important decisions to be made. And what does it mean in practice? It means that you are trying to kind of educate our consumers for recycling the chars and, and the, the caps of our products and the packaging, because everything is recyclable. And then also what we do since day one, we have chosen to compensate our own companies and our, all the productions kind of carbon footprint to the fullest. So we are doing it through this NGO, uh, non-profit organization called Compensate in Finland. So this uh, we are a very value-driven company. Yeah, that's so beautiful to hear. I mean, obviously, a lot of companies nowadays are trying to change their ways, but it's so amazing that you've been doing this since the day one. Perhaps we can talk a little bit more about the products then that you make. You have a very minimalistic view on skincare routine and so. So would you like to share a little bit about the products that that you make? Yeah, so so we also got on board this lady called Pia Pennala, whom we call Fia. So she's our beauty director and she's been in this industry several kind of levels uh, for over 30 years by now. So she knows everything inside out. She's the lecturer in the College of Cosmeticians in Finland and then She's been studying this industry like for decades already, so she knows everything. She, together with Pavla, are the ones who created our, our kits, sort of packages of products that we are selling, or encouraging our consumers to, to, to buy. Because with these packages, if you use them correctly, stepwise, basically all the potential kind of skin problems should be healed. So that's one of the philosophies that we have. But we also do sell individual products, of course, because some people just would like to buy a cream or, or, or maybe the mist or serum. So that's also possible. But we're trying to encourage people to buy always this kit of, of three products. Mm, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, would you like to share a little bit about which kind of kits you have and which kind of products are included in all the kits? Yeah. By now, we have three different kits that we are selling. The first one is the Prelude kit as we call it, Prelude. 
it has the, the mist and the serum and the cream. If you use them in this order, the only thing that you need to kind of think is, is that how much of serum you use or, or how much cream you use, depending on how your skin is feeling. That's the first kit. The second one is the Scrub and Beyond, which has, uh, first of all, it has the Biocar, which is all, already kind of a product that helps embed carbon from the atmosphere. So it is already a kind of environmental thing to use that as, as an ingredient. So it is, it's one of the products. And then, the, then there is this rich cream and then very, very kind of one of my favorites, this oil. And then you mix these three together, you get the perfect scrub you get the perfect kind of mask, and also you get the rich cream. Then the third one, the latest kit that we've just launched is the lip kit. And lip kit has lip scrub, it has the lip serum, and a lip balm. And together with these three products, you can really have soft and beautiful lips and hydrated lips as well. Mm, very overall approach to skincare routine, we could think. What about, would you like to share a little bit about the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards nominee product, your version of an eye serum? Would you like to share a little bit more about this one? Yeah, it's our normal puffy eye serum. So the normal puffy eye is, is also simplified serum for your eyes. As the name already declares, it really removes the puffiness under your eyes. For example, one of our customers claims that whenever she eats sushi, for example, in the evening, then in the morning, she, she wakes up and she's like having the big bags under the eyes. So by using normal puffy eye, the bags disappear in a couple of minutes. And they only have, as all of our products, it only has 100% natural ingredients. I love that natural all the way. Well, if we talk a little bit about the ingredients then, for example, in this specific product, I know this is something very exciting to hear for all our listeners always. So would you like to share a little bit about the ingredients and how they can be beneficial for the skin? Every single product of ours has one common thing, that is the Immortel, which is called as a golden oil from Croatia. We have it in all our products, different amounts, but we have it in all our products. Also in this normal puffy eye, and the, the Immortel oil is a really special thing. As the name already indicates, it sort of re-energizes and has this kind of a very empowering, energizing effect on the skin as well. Then in the normal puffy eyes, besides the immortal, there's also one quite interesting uh, ingredient. It's caffeine. That is the one that actually removes the, the extra puffiness very effectively. Mm, this is a common ingredient in the Nordics, especially Finnish people drink so much coffee. You can use it also outside. Exactly. Same, same way. Yeah. If we move on to the bigger picture, then I'd like to know, what do you think about the future in a way that, how do you think the beauty industry will change or other industries also in general, or perhaps in the Nordics, especially? The beauty industry, according to the market studies that we kind of reviewed carefully, it's pretty clear that it's increasing. It is growing year by year. It grows steadily especially the organic beauty industry is, is growing tremendously. We are, we are all living difficult times now in, in everywhere in the world. There's the war in Europe, we just kind of recovered from the worldwide pandemic. And, and there's, there's been a lot of challenges for all businesses and for also for individuals. Now we are most probably facing a recession or even regression in the worldwide economy. That's for sure. And uh, at least according to our studies that we've read, Certain countries have a tendency of luxury kind of skincare products to be market to grow 
when the recession or regression occurs, which is quite surprising to some people, but that is true. So especially women, since they no longer kind of feel comfortable going to buy a new kind of sports car, but they still want to have some piece of luxury in their lives. So they put the spendings on the skincare. But I also can already forecast and see, according to the feedback that we've received from our customers worldwide, that, that what they appreciate the most is our kind of transparency, transparent kind of value base, which is very, very strong and the backbone of, the, of everything we do. So that is also very much appreciated by the consumers. Mm, that's a very interesting thought. And what I see, for example, behind the awards, and I see a lot of people think the same way with me, is that organic ingredients and organic beauty are really valued more as a luxury of today and tomorrow. What do you think about this? That is very much true. Yeah, absolutely true. And also, if you do it in in a correct way, now I'm talking about the ethics, we are currently seeking for ingredient suppliers from Ukraine. So we are trying to also business-wise help that country to survive and, and, and rebuild everything as what they need to do after the war is over. So, so we're trying to be there the first ones to help them out. Mm, that's really beautiful. Amazing work you're doing. Um, any other thoughts, perhaps how the industries might come together as well? And so, uh, I believe that the, the luxury kind of skincare market is growing. For sure it's growing. That will not vanish anywhere. But as, as we have already can see, people are much, much more aware of their consuming habits and their impact on the nature. And that is something that all of us, all the beauty industry, the fashion industry, all industries, we must take that into account. We must reinvent everything we do to not only to fulfill the consumer's requirement, but also for the sake of the nature and this planet that we are all living in. According to my studies, we have two big issues environmental-wise. We have the carbon emissions, which is like causing the global warming, and that is the big, big, big threat. The other one is single-use plastic that we are consuming a lot because all our lives are somehow built around the consuming. We consume food, we consume energy, we consume water, we consume skincare products, we consume clothing, etc. So everything is about consuming. But we need to be able to reinvent the ways we, we consume. We need to be able to provide options. And also, I believe that at the end, the disposable plastic consumer habits and also the disposable plastic markets will disappear. And that will happen sooner than we can we can even believe. I think five years, the world will look different because we have no other option. If we continue doing like this, if we continue providing the consumers this amount of, of, of disposable plastic products and, and, and disposable everything, the seas will have more plastic in them than fish by 2035. And that is alarming. Mm, that's definitely alarming. I'm sure this is a very dear topic to you as well, since you love the ocean and sailing so much. Yeah, yeah. And also, if it means the end to all of our kind of, of enjoying the beach, swimming in the sea, because there's no room for us anymore. But let's be positive. And I count on the technologies and the innovation and technological solutions, because I, as an engineer, I'm always kind of into techs. So that is where the solution must come, or otherwise there is no not going to be any solution. Yeah, I love that we're getting out of these dark topics to a little bit more positive then. 
So to save the world and to support you as well, um, where can people find you, find your products, buy your products? Do you ship also internationally? Yeah, we have several web stores in the US. And then we have also web stores in, in, in Europe. We have our own web store, iacosmetics.com. And the brick and mortar we have uh, in Stockholm. We are selling our products are, are, are sold in the Max Jenny store in the Riddergarten. You can find us there. Then we have a store in, in London, Chelsea, in the King's Road. There's the store called the Cherry Moon, where our products are available. Then the third one is in Capri, Italy, beautiful Capri Island, Italy. There's this store called Wonderland, and they are selling our products. And then we also we deliver worldwide, as, as you said. And then obviously we'd like to know where can we learn even more about Aya Cosmetics and follow you on social media. Social media, we have Instagram, Aya Cosmetics there. We have a Facebook account, Aya Cosmetics. Then we have our website is a good place to search for more information about our brand and our background and our values. We have a very active LinkedIn account, Aya Cosmetics, as well as the company LinkedIn account. We do a lot of posts there. And then, of course, my LinkedIn account is public and I talk about these topics besides other topics a lot. And then one way is, is always to, to ask. We are more than happy to, to open up a dialogue and, and, and tell more about products and our values and, and how we could be helping you. I love this, that people can just send message directly to the founders, to the makers, because obviously traditional beauty brands, it hasn't been so simple to find the person to ask your questions from. Wonderful to see this as well. That would be lovely. And we are getting quite a lot of contacts, direct, direct messages from our, our fan base with different questions and we always answer. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm happy that you got the time to chat with me and I wish you all the best of luck to the awards and a lot of success to the coming months and years. It's been an absolute pleasure being here and, and thank you so much for hosting this podcast. I hope to see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Make sure you have subscribed or you follow the podcast so you won't miss the coming episodes. If you know someone that would love to know more about the subjects that we're discussing in this podcast, please share this episode. We will keep sharing all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry and unheard behind scenes stories. You can follow the Nordic Natural Beauty Journey also on our Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn and Pinterest pages simply at Nordic Natural Beauty Awards and on Twitter at NNB Awards. Until next week, bye-bye!